Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. No, you were very new, and I think I'd only... Mm. Because you started... Esther started about six months after I did, I think. So I was Mm. also quite new, and... It was the first summer party I've been to, and I was a bit yes. like, oh, yeah, God, likewise. I don't like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the bit that embarrassed me the most that actually came up in our company lockdown Zoom Christmas quiz the question was who showed their pants while trying to demonstrate a particular yoga pose at a summer party. And the answer was oh. Holly Taylor. Yeah. Mortifying. Oh. 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 What was the pose? I think it was Crow. Oh my god! I mean, that's quite a tricky pose, to be fair. So. I know. Oh my god! Though, never forget when you showed your pants at a summer party. Anyway, we're going to be very well behaved over our salary. Are, are you having the celeriac and chestnut soup? Am I fuck? No, honestly, I don't know what it even was. Like this van thing that used to drive down the road and go, "Please stand clear of the moving vehicle," and that would like haunt his dreams. <laughs> Oh, those bands that talk and they're doing that in between going diddly 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 yeah, diddly what Stand are they? Of the... Oh my God. The only van in the world that should be allowed to talk is, well, an ice cream van. <laughs> oh, yeah. And okay. uh, the Coca-Cola lorry when it says holidays are coming. <laughs> those are the only exceptions I will make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not emergency vehicles or anything like that. Just, just, just. Oh coke yeah, and ice cream. shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Welcome to episode one seven four of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host Esther Newman, and she's your other host Holly Taylor. On this podcast, we talk about health, politics, stuff on TV, and what we ate last night. Occasionally, we talk about running. Now, seasonally appropriate content warning here. Would you run with a hangover? We have many experiences of doing just that, and so we discuss what we reckon is actually happening inside us when we decide to go for a run after having a skinful the night before. 
Then we have an enormously important announcement. We're teaming up with Sports Tours International again to launch a Pod Squad run. This time, it's a half marathon in New York with us in April. The Real Simple Women's Half Marathon is on April the 28th. And if you want to take part, check out all the details at sportstoursinternational.co.uk forward slash event forward slash women's running New York. There's a link in the show notes if that's way too long and loads more details on the pod. Then I talk about the half marathon I'm going to be doing before then in February, which rather annoyingly, I have to start training for now. If anyone out there has a half marathon to train for in the meantime, do listen in to us over the next couple of months as we begin our training for these two half marathons and you can run along with us. And before we get onto it, here's a little freebie for you. We've made a mini version of our brilliant How to Run 5K guide and you can download it for free at womensrunning.co.uk forward slash run. If you like it, the big version is available to buy right now at shop.womensrunning.co.uk. This episode is sponsored by sportsshoes.com. Right now at sportsshoes.com, you can pick up the brand new Asics Nova Blast 4. That rings a bell. You've got a pair of those. I have, and they're absolutely gorgeous. Oh, they do look absolutely stunning, to be fair. But aside from looks, what's beneath the surface? Why else should I think about buying them? Glad you asked. There are loads of reasons. They've got lots of lush cushioning courtesy of Asics's energetic FF Blast Plus Eco technology, which is not easy for me to say, which is made up of about 20% renewable materials. They've got an outsole that's been inspired by a trampoline, which just has to be good, and really good grip that's ace in wet weather. And the upper is super comfy and plush. Uh, Also, a little scientist birdie just whispered in my ear and told me that the Nova Blast 4's carbon footprint is 23% lower than the industry average. Can that possibly be correct? You are right, woman in STEM. And you can add bounce to every step in the Nova Blast 4 shoe, taking you from feeling average to energised. Well, what are you waiting for? Go and pick up a pair today from sportsshoes.com. Okay, I'm grumpy and hungover this morning. Yay! (laughs) I was grumpy and hungover yesterday. Luckily, it's not a day we have to be on or anything and record two podcasts. (laughs) Yeah, thank thank God for that. Why are you hungover? What have you been doing? Because, well, because we had... Yeah, you were grumpy and hungover yesterday. We're taking it in turns. (laughs) Mine's today because we had a lovely Zoom call with the patrons last night. Mm. And I... Uh, got myself a Prosecco so that I could have a glass of Prosecco with our Christmas um, Zoom. Uh, but the difficulty is of opening a bottle of Prosecco. you got to finish it that night. You so then Doug do. and I had to finish it. And now I'm feeling a little bit like this morning. Oh, but it was nice at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I feel your pain because I, I felt awful yesterday because I'd gone out the night mm. before with some friends that I'd not seen for a long time and god the the volume like mm. I think I think I can be quite holier than thou and a bit like oh no I get pissed on half a glass of wine blah 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 but hmm, I did not have half a glass of wine on Wednesday night I mean I absolutely sank a ship <laughs> yeah oh 
It's always oh. the way with catching up with old friends, isn't it? Because mm. you just get really overexcited. I got giddy. I was giddy. Yeah. Was, yeah. 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 I, I love that. I love doing that. But yeah, it doesn't feel so great the next morning, does it? <laughs> not, oh, not enormously, no. <laughs> We've got our work Christmas due coming up next week. And um, oh, yeah. that is always one, a, a, a work mm. Christmas party or work party generally <laughs> at our company. They've become, in recent years, to be fair, post-COVID, they have become a little more relaxed but there notoriously there was a time where (laughs) oh my god they were that was actually the last time that I was sick (laughs) sorry I shouldn't laugh horrible no you may laugh you may laugh because it is I'm hoisted by my own petard it's no sympathy because I've caused myself the the ailment but um yeah that was the last time and I think the only time in this house in this flat which I hopefully you know shows my maturity a bit that I've been sick mm. because of alcohol. I have been <gasps> sick one other time, which was because of um, COVID. I've, I vomed mm-hmm. when I had COVID. Um, I remember. Yeah. Um, mm. Throwback. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, the only time that I've been sick with alcohol in this house was after a work Christmas do, uh, where we, I think I was just like very awkward because I'd only, I've been at the company for a year. Uh, but Which I one was it then? It was the one when we went to uh, the Bird Hotel. Yeah. You oh, were there. Yes. You were yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we all went. That was relatively sensible. I do remember some conversations where I'm a bit embarrassed, <laughs> you know, when you're just a bit sort of loose-lipped. But it wasn't sort of anything <laughs> yes. worse than that. And then, we, then uh, uh, a bunch of us went to the pub the uh, yeah. I think the the boathouse the boater the boater oh was it the boater yeah 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 afterwards um mm-hmm. which was a terrible idea and then we went for a curry afterwards it was so expensive and I couldn't oh. eat any of it I ordered this huge spicy curry and then I couldn't eat any of it because you know when you're just too drunk to eat properly oh <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously I had a huge spicy curry way too much to drink and then came back and was very very ill. Oh, mate. Uh, yeah, oh. it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But that, you know, I think that was a big turning point for me in my in my maturity because that was five years ago, maybe. And I I haven't done that since. I think that was a big moment where I woke up in the morning and I was like, absolutely wish I was dead. Yeah. I feel awful. So embarrassed at everything I said to everybody who is my colleague last night. What on <gasps> earth have I said? That's the worst, isn't oh, it? Yeah. It's the worst. I, it's so embarrassing. So I've, I, so I've, been, I've tried to be a bit more restrained at work events and generally on nights out ever since. Well, it's like work colleagues, it's, it's a slightly different beast, isn't it? Because some work colleagues like blur that gap and they're, kind of, they're mates, right? But mm-hmm. some... Some are definitely more of the colleague rather than the friend. And then, and if you were to wake up the next morning and remember like a kind of, like a sex toy conversation or something like that. Oh like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was with like, you know, someone that you went to school with or university with, that's one thing. But if it's someone that you've then got to talk about an Excel spreadsheet with, that's, it's not fun times. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's not oh, great. It's not great. Not, yeah, definitely a couple no. of those sort of ilk of like conversations that I remember <laughs> and feel slightly sick about now. Uh, luckily, many years have passed and uh, I, I think probably any colleagues that I 
have to still work with or still speak mm. to, uh, then, you know, enough time has passed and they haven't said, remember that awful thing that you did. The only thing that did come <laughs> up that I die when I think about uh, was the fact that, so it was in this hotel it had like a sort of pub garden thing and then I think we had mm-hmm. sort of like lawn games and pizza oh, and yeah, summer stuff party and thing. someone did yeah, a quiz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um someone actually did a brilliant quiz where they photoshopped people in the office's faces onto different film characters and you had to name the film it was and amazing. then who was starring yes. in it. It was brilliant. Yeah. I, I can <laughs> yeah. you remember what you starred in? I starred in Kill Bill. No. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can't remember I can't remember but that was great I hadn't been oh. there for very long then yeah no no you were very new and I think I'd only mm. because you started Esther started about six months after I did I think so I was mm. also quite new and it was the first summer party I'd been to and I was a bit yes. like oh yeah, god likewise. I don't like yeah. this yeah um <laughs> and the bit that embarrassed me the most that actually came up in our company lockdown zoom Christmas quiz uh, yeah. was uh, the question was who uh, showed their pants while <gasps> trying to demonstrate a particular yoga pose at a summer party, and the answer was oh. Holly Taylor. Yeah, mortifying. Oh, oh, oh. what was I the know. pose? I think it was crow. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I mean, that's quite a tricky pose, to be fair. So. I know. Oh, my God, though. Never forget when you showed your pants at a Christ- at a summer party. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be very well behaved over our salari... Are. are you having the celeriac and chestnut soup? Am I fuck? No. Honestly... <laughs> I looked at that menu and I was like, what? You don't, I know, I know that celeriac and squash are in season right now, but I just don't like either of those two things. And every single item on the menu was celeriac or squash. And it's like, nah, don't like any of those. It was quite, it was very much an autumnal, wintry menu. Um, Yeah. I'm quite looking forward to mine though, because I've got some sort of cheddar souffle. Oh, have you? I am. It's not your cup of tea, but I'm looking forward to it. not, no. Actually, I wouldn't mind a cheddar souffle. I think that would be okay because it's cooked cheese. Mm. That's that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah, that's my main. I I, oh, I was really cheeky with my main. I went. Did steak. you go for the steak with the supplement? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to go for the scallops for my starter, but they had a supplement, <gasps> yes. and I didn't know. I should have done it, and I should have been brave because I wasn't quite sure what the. It's so yeah. awkward, isn't it? The etiquette of that with a, with a work do when they say this thing with a supplement and it's like but what do you mean are you yeah. putting that on there because you genuinely are up for us taking advantage of that and you paying the supplement yeah. or yeah. are you you know is that just on I there know. as a bit of a like a head like a head on a spike a warning to the rest of us yeah <laughs> I'm like it's true and, and and maybe we should have conferred beforehand because if we had I would have persuaded you to have the scallops because I was yeah, like I, I would have done I if I'd have the known. scallops and the steak so mm. I've had to have something and I spotted, awful with oh, beetroot in it. Scallops. I'm so jealous I'm having the fucking soup. Um, no, I wish I, I was having the scallops. I'm not having the scallops because I was like, I've, I'm chosen the steak. So, oh, so I, I couldn't see. possibly have the scallops. <laughs> see, if I'd have done, I get rude. you, I get you. If I'd have done scallops, then you could have had one yes. and we could have done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, nice, nice. Good yeah, times. well, I did yeah. notice this also made me feel because 
I uh, I rushed to get my Christmas order in because I panicked because they sent it round and were like, oh, we've only got 48 hours or something before the deadline. Mm. And I was like, I will forget about this. So I just did it quickly. I should have waited an afternoon or something to see what other people had done because I did see, most of it is anonymous, but I did see someone mm. had put in the Christmas party spreadsheet their options <sighs> and they had gone for the steak with the, stu- with the supplement. So I was like, oh. I should have just waited a minute and then I would have seen what people were doing. And then, yeah, not feel so yeah. bad about it, not go for the cheap option. No, oh, I well. went, yeah, I went bloody yeah. celeriac soup, uh, cheddar oh, souffle. Oh. And I know, I feel like I've gone for the, you are the peasant's that order. <laughs> yeah. It's all root veg. Oh, actually, I have, I, mm, sorry, I'm just remembering mm. another time that I did vomit at, at a work day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how mortifying anyway uh do you want to, well this kind of actually leads us on quite nicely because i know we were going to share some yes very exciting news now but actually maybe mm. as a very annoying hook we mm. can ask you all to stay tuned because we are going to share something that we're both unbelievably excited about uh in a little bit Yes, we but are. Do, I think do I know what to, you want to talk about. Should we just do? Do you want to talk about running when you're when you're hanging? Yeah, which we were going to yeah. save until next week, but let's get on to it. I mean, I reckon do it you, makes sense. Do, mm. I think. I think. I think. I think it does make sense. Do mm-hmm. you run with a hangover? Would you ever run with a hangover, or would you just sack it off? So I don't make a habit of it. I have. Uh, I've definitely been in camp. Sack it off, but I've also been in camp. Let's. <laughs> let's go for it I mean it's in my opinion it's not great but then I think the the way different people are affected in different ways by hangovers aren't they Mm. and uh my my number one symptom of a hangover now that I'm a little bit generally weaker and frailer and can't handle my booze as much as when I was younger Mm. is feeling very spacey like when I when I was in in uni and stuff and or in my early 20s and drinking then I would get all the classics of like getting a headache or feeling or feeling like you're gonna be sick but um now I tend to more just get even if I haven't drunk loads like last night you know definitely drunk one too many glasses of Prosecco but it wasn't like I drunk like a full bottle to myself or anything and um I just today feel slightly like a little bit like whoa, slightly slightly dizzy slightly spacey and yeah. the idea now of running while feeling that would make me a bit worried that I might do myself a mischief because I would be a little bit out of it and I might fall over or give myself a horrid migraine or something like that so I don't think I would do it now because I can't hold my booze as well but definitely a couple of years ago when I first, when I trained for my first half when we did the bath half in 2020 mm. defo went for a run after going to the pub multiple times and actually i say this i did go for a run after three pints a few weeks ago with lex remember i did that bath fit fam thing when we've been we'd had three oh, pints did. the night before mm-hmm. yeah so fair play i felt rough but <laughs> i did it <laughs> forgot about I, that I, oh it's not all heroes I, I, capes <laughs> I definitely definitely do it way more than I used to I think there was like um like when I was first training for the London Marathon I remember being 
really kind of Puritan about not running on a hangover so much so that my long run, I'd moved my long run. I always ran on a Saturday morning rather than a Sunday morning so that I could drink on a Saturday night and then not do oh. anything on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, this time round for like the training block that I did, I was like, nah, fuck that. And, and I would, I would drink my, my drinking nights are Friday and Saturday night. And I would always run not necessarily on a hangover, but definitely after drinking those two nights that's the difference isn't it is that I definitely I definitely run after having had like two glasses of wine is what I Mm. would consider my and it's going to be different for everybody some people don't drink at all some people drink more but for Mm. me two glasses of wine is enough that I won't feel I won't really feel anything hugely in the morning Whereas any yeah. more than that, I'm starting to go into territory. Three, I'll probably have this where I feel a bit spacey. Four, I might be a bit headachey. Five, six, we're talking, we're talking territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and I, I find now these days actually, for now that I'm, I don't drink the vast quantities that I used to when I was in my twenties and stuff like that, that I would generally recommend for myself and not for anyone else to actually go for that run or to do the boot camp when I've got a hangover because, you know, there's a couple of things. Firstly, like I've done boot camp. In, in fact, it was only just last weekend that I, I turned up to my boot camp. This was the second time, second Saturday in a row where I turned up going, oh, I'm really hungover. Mm. And at the end but of the session. But you still turned up. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the session, mm-hmm. my boot camp instructor said, oh, have you, got, have you got rid of it? Because she knows that doing the exercise in some way gets rid of that feeling of hangover and it does this is the thing this is what I found really really interesting so uh I mean I don't want to shock everybody but we've actually slightly prepared for this episode and I've got (laughs) got some information in front of me this is from Dr Juliet who shout Mm. out if she's listening because she's not only our resident medical expert but she's also a lovely listener and she's been on the pod before she's mm. a general genius um Cheers. but um yeah there are a, there, she's she's written some tips here so mm. basically this is solving any of those sort of like myths because technically i think a lot of what we think we're doing and what people say sometimes is sweat out the hangover Dr. Juliet disputes this, I'm afraid, and that's not what it is that we're actually happening. You can't sweat alcohol out. All of the work oh. of getting alcohol out of your system has to be done by the liver. However, what we oh. actually are feeling is um, that fresh air and gentle exercise is really good for like clearing a, a head. So when you've got that mm-hmm. feeling, which actually maybe I should take heed of this advice, when you've got that slightly spacey feeling, actually fresh air and exercise is is, is good for that. Um yeah. and also some of the things that you get like anxiety, worst thing in the world yes. for me now. Last two days yeah. horrendous. Um that that um exercise can obviously really help with that because runners mm. high and having a bit of an endorphin boost. So Basically, I think what what Juliet goes on to say is that she wouldn't recommend running <laughs> on certainly not if you're like you know anything like we were just talking about where if you if you're severely dehydrated and headachey if you're mm-hmm. feeling nauseous and poorly then you are obviously more likely to cause yourself an injury if you're really dehydrated or if you are unsteady on your feet 
uh, or you're going to feel really, really nasty and put yourself off if you're sick. Um, Mm -hmm. But that if you've had a few glasses of wine, like we were just saying, don't be afraid potentially to do some physical exercise to get out there and get some fresh air because actually that can be really really beneficial and can really really clear your head um but yeah yeah, she she is saying don't 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 go out there and collapse in a pool of your own vomit (laughs) (laughs) but that was that was something I was going to say and I I I think that's um I'm really pleased that she's got that in there that I think the kind of the double whammy for me in terms of doing something on a kind of mild to moderate hangover is rewarding in that sometimes it seems to kind of get rid of it just because I've been outside. Mm. But the thing that I like to get rid of is that kind of, you know, that kind of slightly pervasive feeling of self-hatred that you get when you wake oh. up the morning after you've you've you had a couple of drinks. So you just wake up going, I'm just a I'm just I'm a piece awful, of shit. I'm a total piece of awful shit. Awful person. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm so yeah. bad. I'm, I hate I myself had that so last much. Night. Mm-hmm. Did I you? had that in the and middle the, of the night last night as well. You know, when it wakes you up at three or four o'clock in the morning to go, yeah. never forget you're a piece of shit. Night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sleep well. God, that sucks. Um, it's yeah. It's not fun. So that that always happens to me. And um, and obviously, well, not obviously, but but then, but forcing my reluctant bones out for a run means that I come back then liking myself. So, you know, at the end of the run, I'm like, oh, actually, you're not a piece of shit. Actually, you've done this thing. And this is really, really cool. And so it kind of minimizes the negative mental effects of the hangover for me for the rest of the day. So I'm, because I'm sitting there going, yeah, but I still managed to get out, still managed to get out. So yeah, I think, you know, but this is all very personal and everyone is different so everyone is different but I really I actually genuinely feel like after this conversation uh I was really really strongly considering not doing any exercise today staying in my pajamas uh having scrambled eggs on toast and feeling a little bit sorry for myself because I'd had half a bottle of Prosecco last night but Mm -hmm. in actual fact I'm gonna put my leggings on and force myself to do I mean even just a bit of yoga or something uh, to move my body because I think it will clear that sort of slightly foggy brain thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, so there we go. Know, may- inspired. It is inspired. And I mean, you know, if you wanted any more inspiration, we could we could probably lead into our incredibly massively important announcement. What do you think? <gasps> Shall we? Okay, I'm really, really, really excited about this. And um, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. I I got a bit distracted. (laughs) None of it's... But the thing is, we're not going to be professional, but the thing is we've been... I know that we've been talking really vaguely about things that we might do next year. and, And it's not because we're like teases in any way shape or form it's just because we were just trying to wait until everything was signed off and we knew that we could do it yeah Um, oh it's so so, annoying though I do really appreciate it from the other end that like mm, it um it's so annoying it's such a uh big things coming 2024 watch this space about to drop Uh, something about to drop some fire next year but we, we, but we actually are we actually are we are we are yeah we're very very excited to announce if we hadn't sort of 
heavily hinted enough uh, with <laughs> wanging on about New York for 57,000 years after we'd uh, been for the marathon, that uh, next year on 28th of April, 2024, mm-hmm. we are inviting 50 of you lot to come and run uh, a half marathon in New York with us. And do you know what I really should have done before we announced this? What is go to the website and figure out when it, more about it or just yeah just actually get the name right so it's the real yes. simple women's half marathon in new york and i have never heard of an event like this i can't believe we've managed to make this work and i'm so so excited because it's women only so that is super exciting it's running through just Central insane Park. It's with Sports Tours International, again, who are our friends and supporters, and they're brilliant. And it's just, it, what's lovely about it is it's so kind of, it's so laid back. It's so kind of go at your own pace. Obviously, you can bomb it round if you would like to. Um, but we're, yeah, we're working with Sports Tours, and they have made 50 spaces available for this package. And so the package will include, if I can refer to my notes, I think it's, Three nights, isn't it? In um in a in a lovely hotel with us. Yeah. Um and the, it also includes guaranteed entry because you can't... I've... Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Of course. Sorry, I was gonna say unfortunately hotel wise, uh we're not staying in the in it's a different hotel than we stayed in, which means I won't be able to be reunited with the shampoo and conditioner. That was my first thought. <gasps> oh mate. So sorry. So sorry. Yeah. Um but the, yeah, the Tiny violin. Include... Yeah. <laughs> it's out there um three three nights in um in a lovely hotel um guaranteed entry to the half marathon which because this is a new york road runners race they're people that also um kind of own um the new york marathon um and the Mm -hmm. new york half and stuff like that so i don't think it's it's possible to get entry to this race un- unless you come through sports stores or you live in Manhattan or something like that um yeah. I could be making it up but I'm gonna go with it um go with it, it also, sell it I am I'm doing it it'll yeah. also include um a post-race celebration um some merch um a lovely t-shirt and and sports tours being wonderful and looking after us while we're there yeah so and that's what we're doing a live pod in the same capacity if not hopefully not in a laundry room uh, that we did in <laughs> Paris. We are in talks about that because bizarrely, it is quite difficult to book those kind of spaces in hotels and to make that stuff work. Uh, but yeah. in some capacity, even if it's all of us hanging out in one of our rooms, we will do, do a know, live podcast. I, I, I wonder if we should request a laundry room and maybe that should be our thing that we, whenever we do yeah. live podcasts, we're always surrounded by sheets. I mean, I to be know. fair, if we've all just done a half, everybody like wrapping mm. up in a in a in a duvet, <laughs> sitting in those nice, bundles, those big bundles. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I would I would love to be sitting in one of those bundles right now. <laughs> They're so, just like, be- like their what? nature's bean bags. Nature's bean bags. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, I guess. So that's April the, it's on, the, the thing about it actually is April the 28th is is the actual half marathon. And that is the same day as the London Marathon. It is. So let's bear that in mind. So there's going to be a few people I know that won't be able to come because they're going to be doing that. And um, we're really sorry about that, obviously. Um, but um, for those of you that couldn't get, they didn't, didn't get in the ballot, you know, 
don't know what else to strive for next year. This is a really, yeah. really lovely. And there's plenty of time to train on the other side of Christmas as well. So you don't have to think about it before then. So yeah. um, we can start yeah, doing training stuff in January for it because yeah it's yeah there, I mean there's basically four a, mu- a four month block because uh, it's mm-hmm. the last weekend in April there's like a four month block after Christmas so yeah I'm still tootling around I'm definitely not starting a training plan or anything until yeah. January um but yeah I'm absolutely buzzing about this because I'm really I really felt like I was slightly kind of losing direction I'm really jealous having watched you in the New York Marathon of couple of months ago a month ago over a month ago now um mm, that yeah I, I had definitely had my heart set on a destination race for next year I didn't know whether mm. we were going to be able to make it happen um it does feel quite exclusive and totally get that 50 places we were hoping to be able to do more but it, it is quite an, a, an exclusive event that um yeah it was difficult to get more spaces than that uh so it is a first come first served scenario but we are yeah. so, so excited. Obviously, it also goes without saying, fully appreciate that we are in a cost of living crisis and mm-hmm. uh, all of us are um, struggling in, in various different ways. Um, but, you know, and, and this, is a, this is a trip to New, to New York. It's, it's, not, um, it's not race entry to your local 10K or something. Like it is, it's, yeah. it's pricey. But... Um, yeah, sports stores have done the absolute best they can to make it an affordable event. Uh, and yeah, huge apologies, of course, to uh, those who don't feel that they can stretch to it. But if you do, then I really, really feel like it will be a very worthwhile event that will be worth the money, every penny of it. So uh yeah. Really looking forward yeah, to it. I can't wait. It's going to be super, super exciting. And yeah, and and I, um, to reiterate what you're saying there, absolutely. Um, we know cost of living, absolutely. And we will, we will, um, we'll do our very best to put on some more local UK based. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Bits and pieces throughout the year. So we will, we will be meeting up and hooking up throughout the year. Um, yeah. Yeah. We don't really need on- to do apologies, I suppose. I guess. Uh, you know gutting for those who might have to miss out on this occasion um Mm. whether that's because the places fill up or because it's just a bit too much money but yeah it will certainly not be the only opportunity we'll get to run together this year yes absolutely yeah Mm because there are other plans afoot but oh god we'll get to that in a bit um uh, so many plans panic should we have (laughs) panic attack live on air okay let's go let's do it So much is happening. But yeah, we've been so buzzing much. to share that news with you guys for ages. It's just we been have. a case of trying to get it ironed out. And I'm sorry if we've seemed like just, you know, very slutty. Yeah. Disorganized. <laughs> yeah. You say slutty, I say disorganized. But yeah, same. Yeah. It amounts to the same, doesn't it? But same, yeah. yeah. We're, we're there. Yeah. We're there. We've got it. We've got it. So there will be a link in the show notes um, where it's going to be, if you search on our website, hopefully right now there should be a little page now which will direct you to where yeah. you can go to find out a bit more about it um yeah so and we, if should, not, we should all be sorted if there's not we've we'll completely cut, cut this out of the podcast yeah. and you're not listening to this hopefully <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what though because we've talked about half marathons and half marathon trainings trainings mm. trainings oh God, what are me trainings the trainings actually i am going to pluralize trainings. because <laughs> because i have a uh 
another half marathon that I have to train for before that one. So I've got yeah, one coming hate, up. Hate to hear that for you. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> cheers, Hol. So I've got one on February the 11th, right? So um, I was Ooh, just going to chat. Sorry, I'm not doing yeah, a good job in not I psyching know. you out. <laughs> it's, it's not fun. So I just before we came on, I was like, you know, because I think the last time that I mentioned it, I was like, oh, I should really kind of look at a training plan. Da, da, da. So mm -hmm. um, just before I came on, um, I started looking at training plans. <laughs> It's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Are you looking at runner again? I'm looking at runner. Um, I'm going to see what I did last time was that I used a mixture of training plans. So I yeah, used. I think that's a really good idea. Shop around. Shop around. Do and check then out I the women's running website as well. Esther Newman, editor of Women's Running. I I was going to mention. I promise I was going to mention. <laughs> Um, and actually, we have got a ton of half marathon training plans on there, which are really, really lovely. And I was looking at the one um, where you train by time rather than pace, because I literally can't get my head around the whole pace thing. I used um, so I that was one that. for Paris. Mm. I think I used that one for Paris. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really yeah. nice, really easy one. And it doesn't tell you to do too much. And it's it's just lovely um, and very, very mm. easy to understand. So I, I usually use, well, not I usually, last time I used a mixture of runner and cooper which i like as well um and mm -hmm. uh and this one so 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 one that i could actually print out and stick on the fridge kind of thing it's you know it's really scary it's 11 no it's not it's not 11 weeks it's 11th of february it's nine nine weeks <clears throat> okay yeah yeah however don't forget that you are vo2 max queen at the moment you are, just because I've been doing yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. You but the fuck all's all part of it. That's why that's why you're doing so well, I'm presuming, even mm. though again, we will try and ask a scientist. Um, but you know, rest and recovery is really important. You're doing everything that you need to. You did a marathon mm. a month ago. Mm. Like, I think it's gonna be that's gonna be amazing. And nine weeks is is more than enough for someone in your in your in your condition. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I'm carrying triplets. I yeah. have. So, well, yeah, I guess I, I'm, I'm, I hope it's all right. I think so. Um, I've had to, I've had to look at a plan. All the plans tend to be sort of 12 weeks. I mean, I think you can get some tens mm. and things like that, but um, so what I, I'm having to look at 12 week plans, scrape off the first few weeks and just jump in at kind of week three. Um, and no, you're right. It's, it's fine. It's actually okay. So like, Week three, which is this week, um, yeah, the the sort of and I've done like a four four runs a week plan because that's kind of that's what mm -hmm. I'm doing, um, and that's like three three runs that are under four miles, <clears throat> so that's fine. I've done Lush. that, and then then the long run on Sunday of seven, so I can do that. Okay, I can do that. That's fine. It's all fine. Um, it is asking me to do intervals and tempo running. I'm not going to do them. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Off. I'm not. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Well, you're not aiming, as we've discussed before, you're not aiming to run it at a particular speed. Or are you? Sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. No, I really don't know. Because my worst half marathon, as as documented several times here, was the one where I tried to go the fastest. And... Um, what I really want to do, I, I think my so I guess goal, you did try to do that without having done interval training. 
Yes, I tried to do it without having done any training. <laughs> what an idiot. We love um, a half marathon with very little training on this podcast. Trust me. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, live for it. Between um, us, we've done a few. <laughs> and honestly, I still am like, like I remember the um, when I did the bath half in person, like last, you know, when we both did it last year. And mm. I, I was, I remember looking at people, men mostly, that were sort of collapsing on the last kind of incline. Yeah. Thinking, you, that was what I you used turned up without any training. By distance. <laughs> yeah, but you, for that we've one, all it, fallen yeah. foul to it. That was the one I did it for because I was like, oh, I'm thinking of Paris, but that was when my training went tits mm. up and I had to do a half marathon on very little training. But yeah. <laughs> um, Bath Half went really well and that was yeah. when I did the time not distance. It was great. It did go really well for you, didn't it? I yes. loved it. Okay, well, yeah. I'm a really good then. time. I'm doing that. So, because my mm-hmm. so my goal, my absolute a goal is because this uh, uh, is a it's a lovely half marathon. It's in Barcelona, so it's going to be absolutely lovely. But it is a running thing. I'm going out with a brand, and there's going to be loads and loads of runners from other brands. Right? Mention mm-hmm. no names. They're all really really nice people. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And it's all lovely and it'll be like good fun and everything. But they're all like proper runners. Like they're all like, you know, no, 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 don't don't give me the look. Don't give me the look. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What I mean by proper runners. Five minute milers. (laughs) Yes. They're all okay. like three-hour marathoners, and 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 you know the, on their Instagram it will like be like one thirty-eight half marathon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're like oh mm-hmm. fucking hell. So they're all <laughs> like that. They are all like that. Um, so uh, all I want to do is to get round without having to go to hospital. I think that's my A goal. I need to finish okay. looking looking fresh, looking like, yeah, that was good. That was a nice long run kind of thing. I want to look, I don't want to look as though having run that half marathon was too much of an effort. You know what I mean? You want to look hot post half. Yes. I, d- I don't yeah. want to be crying okay. about anything. I don't want anyone, I don't want some sub three marathoner giving me a pep talk beforehand, telling me that I can you know, don't worry, I can walk all the way round or something. I don't want that. I want to be like confident and happy and just to get round and to enjoy it and to see Barcelona. Okay. And eat some chorizo. (laughs) With some jalapenos. (laughs) 
all of those things. What else is Spanish? Mm-hmm. Churros. Manchego. Anyway. Yeah. Manchego. Churros. Yeah. <laughs> Churros. <laughs> How do you say hot chocolate in Spanish? What's that? This is a very good time to subscribe to Women's Running or think about giving a gift subscription for that big date in December you might be thinking about. Because right now, when you subscribe, as well as receiving the best magazine in the world, you'll also get a free exclusive Women's Running technical tea worth £35. It's beautiful, it's blue, and it says happy running on the back to help motivate you and your brilliant running buddies too. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk forward slash become a member and enter X23WRPOD, that's pod, at the checkout for your free tea. And please remember to send us a pic of you wearing it. Uh, Well, it's a bit of a weird one because they don't do it. They're not into it. The, ch- mm. the the chocolate that you have with churros is just called chocolate. You have churros con chocolate, oh. and that's the that's um, the like melted chocolate stuff. Very solid. Um, yeah, but yeah, if you yeah. ask for like, if you ask for a hot chocolate with the literal translation of hot chocolate, they're like, okay, you sit there, darling. I'm just going to call the institution and come and collect you. <laughs> <laughs> I think in my memory of living in Madrid for a short time, like the well-travelled woman that I am. Um, you are. Uh, I, I think the the hack was that you had to, and I can't remember for the life of me, so if any Spanish listeners or anybody who lives in Spain, any expats want to inform us, let us know. I think the hack was you had to ask for like a Swiss chocolate or something like oh, that. You had to, yeah, so, yeah, And yeah. then they would bring you, yeah, more like a milky chocolate a, a milky. thing with yeah mm-hmm. but you they they do mm-hmm. chocolate in a they do like chocolate milk in like a sort yeah. of so I think again maybe you could get away with asking them for one of them hot I can't remember that they they yeah. I remember it being a big lost in translation thing absolutely because I remember I remember being in uh Bilbao and, and getting a hot chocolate and it basically was sort of yeah just melted inside of chocolate truffle stuff and it's like oh yeah God, exactly I don't think I can like you dip your churros in it's amazing yeah. but drinking amazing, a but you, whole a, no. a medium-sized mug of it no hor- actually it feels horrid actually horrid very even very for a diabetic lover. not yeah exactly yeah really, really and it I'll kind just of for sherry. tastes a bit That's like lovely. diabetic chocolate if you know what I mean like it's not <laughs> yes, like it it's kind of like it's not like it melting a dairy milk <laughs> In no, a, in a bowl, which I have to confess, if somebody gave me a, a mug of melted dairy milk, I probably would drink the whole thing. I think it's like I'd, probably, I'd give it a go. Yeah, I'd give it a go. It's its own thing, isn't it? Where it's like it's mm-hmm. not quite that sweet. It's sort of, but it's also very yeah. sweet. It's really hard to explain. It's it's sweet like sweetener rather than like yeah. I, I don't don't know what it is, but. I'm not a big fan of churros con chocolate. I will no, put it out there I'll now. I'll have the churros. I'll have the churros. I just won't have the con mm. chocolate bit. I think that's probably I feel like there are the way. <laughs> if 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 I, if we were going to have a snack in Spain, then it would be a huge bowl of patatas bravas every single time for me. <laughs> I think oh. you know, Spain is the only place where I've ever had like tortilla like and 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 eaten it and you know what I'm like about egg I would never ever eat egg ever oh, yeah. but that was 
because it's such a kind of greasy, potatoy, and and small. Because like when you have it like in yeah. a bar or whatever, you just have a tiny little bit of it. You have a little yeah. bit. Oh, it's so good. Unless that, you go to yeah. my favorite place to eat in Madrid, um, mm. and I really hope it's still around. Um, I loved it so much and it's so simple and boring, but it was amazing because I'd just gone vegetarian when I moved to Madrid. So mm. um, there was uh, immediately prawns and chorizo and a half a leg of a donkey and stuff like hanging in every shop window and stuff. And it's like, oh, what am I going to eat? My favorite totally vegetarian treat that I loved um, was mm. this place. It was it was this restaurant called El Buo, which I believe it means that the owl. And um, they did these tortillas that were like as thick as my thigh. They were like, they weren't <laughs> little, small, thin pancakes. They were like huge they were like cakes they were like look like a victoria sponge yeah and you sliced into them so the idea was that you would like get one for you know maybe one between three or four of you like they were they were big and um and then you would have a, a you would cut it into slices and the inside was stuff so the outer shell was the was the potato eggy tortilla uh, stuff and then you, yeah. you chose your stuffing and there was <gasps> one that was just like a sort of mozzarella-y thing that would like, there was a manchego and nice peppers oh one. There yeah. was, oh my gosh, it was incredible. And I remember going with my family <laughs> and I was like, we have to go. And they were like, uh, or trying to order one each. And me and the waiter <laughs> were like, oh, you got no idea, darlings. You're gonna, gonna, we're going to have to roll you out of here afterwards. And unsurprisingly, everyone was like, what have we done? <laughs> it was amazing. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah. Really on to the Spanish food, but yes, I know. <laughs> if anyone's it's going, to be going, to Madrid, it's going to be amazing, highly recommend El Buo. However, we're talking mm. about your we're talking about Barcelona Barcelona experience, <laughs> so that's nothing to do with anything. Have you been to Barcelona before? I have, but it was on a very drunken work trip, not this work previous work mm-hmm. um and I think I was only there for like 36 hours and literally we turned up got drank got drank got drank you got drank mm-hmm. I got drank I know I and, know I know uh, what you mean and, I've yeah, got drank and then, a couple of times <laughs> <laughs> went there got drunk came back that was it like so I mm-hmm. we didn't really see much of it particularly so yeah Oh, I think there was, I'll tell you what I did do. I remember that there was like a skyline thing where you could go on a cable car. It went across Ooh, a couple of things. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it was nice. That's really yeah. nice. I've, mm. I've been once, but similarly, but for very, very different reasons. It was on a school mm. trip and oh. we were also there for, we were there for maybe about three days. I feel that we packed quite a lot in, but I can't really remember it because classic school trip. It's It's so amazing, amazing that, schools can take you to places like Barcelona and give you such Mm. rich cultural experiences but I do think it is a tale as old as time that all (laughs) you're going to be interested in is McDonald's and Mm -hmm. who fancies who so that's all I can remember from the trip it was year nine so we just wanted to get Big Macs and then talk about what who was in your top five absolutely we had a Paris trip that was very similar to that it was like who could wear the most makeup and yeah um yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who had Lots the nicest dresses. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> British schools, most of the time we, we go in for uniform. It is, it's standard to have to wear, to wear a uniform. Um, mm-hmm. So also a school trip, a very exciting opportunity to show that you had something that might have even been from Abercrombie and Fitch or Hollister. Shit. Or something, yeah. Or oh, mortifying. Two shops that were never about. around. So f- for me, it was more like where, like, well, as previously discussed, Tammy Girl. Tammy Girl. Uh, mm. Top Shop, perhaps. Rip me a bit, Trevor. Trevor Island. Um, yeah. yeah. Wherever you would. Or for the boys, Burton's, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I suppose Sometimes. at that point, I mean, Top Shop probably was still like a cool brand to have stuff from. But mm-hmm. a lot of those other things had had maybe slightly gone, yeah. And it was yeah. Burton. Well, I remember not being a cool place for for boys to have clothes from. To be fair, Burton has not been cool since. I think it was only cool in about nineteen eighty seven, eighty eight, because boys. I remember this particularly because of my brother could buy a suit from Burton for less than thirty quid or something, um, and you could tell you could tell the quality wasn't. Quite brilliant, but they they could buy a very very cheap, very thin suit, and then push the sleeves up and pretend to be from Miami Vice. So, oh, I think, okay, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I can picture it. That I think it the equivalent grace, but... that I remember growing up that were like a lot of people would wear as their suit on, like "Don't Tell the Bride" and stuff like mm. that. Um, <laughs> would be, I'm sure it was from Georgia Asda. And I'm sure it was uh, sort of shiny grey, like not silver, but it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And again, it was like, it was just very, very thin. It would be, you'd probably be freezing. Yeah. (laughs) I love talking about all of this bollocks. I can't remember what we were supposed to talk about. Do you know what we were Uh really supposed to talk about today? Yes. What what was that? We've got to talk about... Well, we've got to address the the elephant in the room, which is Park Run. And yes. we had really started having quite a heated debate um, last week. We have had a couple of responses from listeners. Oh, yes. Tell us. Tell us then. What have they said? Well, do you want, me, really to, do you want me to throw one your way? So this, one, this yeah. is from Lana, mm-hmm. who uh, was actually arguing that Park Run has always been competitive. She said, it's Ooh. good that now it's fairly inclusive and you could walk a Park Run without abuse. The secret to surviving Park Run as a non-fast woman is to zone out, bring the noise-cancelling headphones with smooth FM music if you want to, ignore everything and everyone. <laughs> I enjoy many Park Runs this way. I don't get my time by text. If I want to find my time and position, I need to click the link to the respective Parkrun website. Personally, I think Parkrun has done a brilliant job in encouraging thousands to exercise for free. But again, like everything in life, there's fast ones, slim ones, handsome ones, and the rest of us. Uh, I uh. think... I I agree with aspects of what Lana's saying there. Um, mm. However, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. that this is what she's doing, but... I feel like the idea that it's a positive that you could walk a park run without abuse now. Yeah. It's yeah. like, we can be pointing to them that, guys and gals. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? So she, she's pointing to a time at which she might might have got abuse in the past. Or other I mean, might she have doesn't specifically say that she has, but she does say that, mm. um, that yeah, that 
it's now fairly inclusive and you could walk it without abuse. So, I mean, I don't know whether that's something that she's actually experienced, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be, I that, would be surprised mm. because I think it's I think it's very very carefully marshalled. Um, it is and the marshals it, you cannot knock. The marshals are it, absolutely every experience not. I've absolutely had, not. and I've yeah. never heard anything negative from any of you guys about an experience mm. with a marshal at Parkrun. I think that the marshals do an amazing job at making people yeah. feel equally valued and included in the community when they're there for sure. I think that yeah. the issue can sometimes come from other runners being incredibly competitive and oh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. I think, I know this doesn't sound very accessible to me, of mm. me, but I think if you re- if you want to get a 5K PB that like you, it really matters to you that it's timed very professionally, that like you want to... I don't know, say start right at the front as as an elite person, like you really, really desperately want to get this time, then I think mm. pay for entry to a 5K event where you're you're paying for that experience, if you know what I mean. Like your local yeah. park run, which is in a, in essence, as um we have as has been pointed out by Lana in the email, that the point mm. of park run is to encourage people to to get running and get moving, whether that's walking, jeffing, whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm definitely not saying there's not space for people who are super speedy, not at all. But I think, is it the space to start getting incredibly pe- sort of uh, pedantic about specific times and PBs and blah, 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 then I-, I-, I personally would recommend spending 25 quid, 30 quid on a on a local, um, you know, c- club 5K event or something Mm. where you know there are going to be more people like you you won't have to be elbowing people out the way and you can start on a on at the front and you can you know Mm. I'm inclined to agree I also think because because we know that the organization itself is doing its very best to be inclusive and we know that the marshals that everyone that that volunteers is amazing Mm. and wonderful and encouraging so that where where the issue lies for the way that we feel when we run Parkrun is like you said it's it's to do with the people that are actually running the thing not not as in organizing thing the people that are running Parkrun it's to do with them rather than the people the organizers around it so if that's the case then what do you think about I mean and a lot of that is to do with self-regulation isn't it it's like um one of the issues could well well be to do with the fact that slower runners are putting themselves too far forward um, before they tell you to start. So that means that the faster yeah. runners have to try and get round them. So that I think that could be a, a bit of an issue. I wonder if there would ever be an argument for one of these bigger park runs. So like, I mean, Bushy Park has got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people running it now. Um, but even mm-hmm. Bath, that Bath was getting up to like four or 500 runners occasionally. But with the bigger ones, do you think it might be worth there to be like a, a, a double start? If there's the opportunity to do, I mean, I, I know that some park runs are like two loops, so that's you couldn't do it for something like that, or even more than that. Um, yeah, but if you've got one course, like one circular course, is there an argument for having a staggered start so faster runners go at nine and slower runners go at five past, kind of thing? So then I you kind wouldn't of love least- that idea. Yeah, that you you get there early and you get there on time if you are a runner who wants to be timed and who wants to get a PB or who's who cares about their position in the leaderboard. And um, 
And if you're there to run because you want to move your body and you want to have a community feel to your morning 5K, then, mm. yeah, you start at 10 past nine or something. Yeah, something Five like that. I mean, the, yeah. the thing is, is that, I mean, I mean, I get irritated by everybody, I mean, in the world. Right? In life. So I, I am... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm an easily irritated person, which means that when I go to parkrun, I'm irritated not only by the faster runners who overtake me when I think I've placed myself in actually the right place. Not only do I get irritated with them, I get irritated with the slower runners that I have to overtake or runners with dogs. I find them irritating because although they may start at the back, they'll then try and charge for because they have to. They then try and charge yeah. past you with their dog. And it's like... Again, I don't really see the point in that. Um, and 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 small kids find that bit confusing. It's just a bit like it's it's upsetting, you know, it's mortifying to be overtaken by someone that's kind of, you know, yeah. I was overtaken a, by a uh, mm. a nine year old boy in a um race for life in Cardiff once. Yeah, it's not it's it's not yeah, the best feeling, is great. it? I mean the thing it is is those great. those are all our own that's our own internalized we have to deal with that. That's our things that we have to deal with. But yeah, maybe a staggered yeah. start for the bigger ones might be a way of sorting out the club runners yeah. from the fun runners, essentially. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. You can can you yeah. hear someone chopping down an entire tree? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. That's fine then. <laughs> I wondered it's whether I might have to get on, my angry voice on. There's always stuff going on on my road. It's an absolute nightmare. Always. Oh, always. There's a man who's obsessed with like um, blowing every leaf off his driveway. So he's just like doing that all the time, even though there's no leaf. It's so irritating. Um, and there's currently building work going on in the flat op- or the built like the 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 building directly opposite to the one that I'm in which is really irritating because <gasps> mm. it's a thin street so it's basically there I can wave at the builders they can see they saw me doing my strength workout the other day which is very embarrassing oh, um, no. and yeah there must be something going on down the end because they've been making annoying noises they were drilling it sounded like jackhammering um, oh. at quarter to six the other night and I actually oh. like like an angry woman Mm. Like the stereotypical angry woman that I hate to be caricatured as, but I fully lent into it for a minute there. Um, <laughs> and I looked up, can you make construction noise? And you have to mm. stop at six. So I was poised, ready oh. to shout out the window and go, do you know you could only do construction noise until <laughs> six? But I can't remember. I either left the house or they stopped. <laughs> I have done that very same search in terms of like early morning stuff when that yeah. started. It's like it's not on seven o'clock. It's not on. I think is the earliest you can start. Maybe it's eight and six o'clock. Yeah. You have to finish by. It does seem. Do you know what a re, every, every time you hear those sorts of noise throughout the day, I just I keep on thinking about people that do shift work and how absolutely awful that must be. If you've come back from I know. a night shift at the RUH and you've been nursing people whatever and then you come back to have a sleep during the day and someone is digging up the street outside that must be absolutely awful oh you would slowly descend into madness dog used to Mm. do um night shifts when he worked like it was like event stuff and it was like loading and unloading venues so um Mm. 
yeah lugging like I don't know sound stuff and staging and things about and he used to that would be like he would often get home at like four o'clock in the morning and stuff from doing it and Mm. uh that was when we lived on London Road which in Bath is the Uh, noisiest road and it was an absolute nightmare and I remember him having nightmares about this uh this uh, I don't know what it even was like this van thing that used to drive down the road and go Please stand clear of the moving vehicle. <laughs> and that would like haunt his dreams. <laughs> oh, those bands that talk and they're doing that in between going diddly 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 yeah, diddly. What? Stand are clear they? of the. Oh my God. The only van in the world that should be allowed to talk is, well, an ice cream van. Oh, yeah. And okay. uh, the Coca-Cola lorry when it says holidays are coming. Those are the only exceptions I will make. <laughs> oh. Not emergency vehicles or anything like that. Just, just, just Coke oh, and yeah, ice cream. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, sorry. Got my priorities sorted there. Um, I've got a really lame segue for you. Do it. But while we're talking, I guess the ways that I can relate to it are, and just want to shout out all of you for your um, your letters. We're a bit behind because we've just had so much going on that we haven't been able to read as many out as normal. And loads of you have sent them in. And please, please keep them coming because I love them. I love reading yes, them. Uh, and we love having them for the podcast. It's a joy. But um, so for any of you who has has not had your email acknowledged in any way, hopefully we will and we can at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is from Carrie Jane, okay. who uh, emailed to say, and I thought this would be a nice bit of you. Uh, so this is an experience that she had. She said, uh, some years ago, a local busy bee road, I guess that means a bee road, not, <laughs> not a not busy bees. road full of busy bees. <laughs> a busy bee road had to be closed to vehicles. Oh, see, this all ties in for bridge repairs for about six months during the spring and summer. It became a very popular safe route for pedestrians and cyclists as it is lovely countryside and led to a wildlife trust reserve. Mm. I love to go that way on my long run. When else could I run down the middle of the road? No cars, just the trees and wildlife around me. Actually, so jealous of that. That's why I love a race with a bit of a road closure. Oh, Mm -hmm. beautiful. However, it also became a location for dog walkers, which is fine. I love dogs too. But mm-hmm. on the occasion, the dog was not on a lead. Uh, on this occasion, the dog was not on a lead. And the owners were too busy looking over the bridge playing poo sticks or something. As I approached, their golden retriever type dog bounded straight at me, getting tangled in my legs as I tried to avoid it and brought me down. Somehow, <gasps> even though I had grazed knees and elbows, I ended up flat on my back. The owners finally noticed and apologized, asked if I was all right. And of course, I said, I'm fine. Don't worry. When I should have berated them for not keeping an eye out, I hobbled off. On another occasion, oh. it was pouring rain and a car stopped to ask me directions due to the same road closure. I did my best while thinking I'm standing here getting even more soaked. Well, you sit on your nice dry car. Why stop me? It was only after I carried on running that I thought, um, I've told you wrong. So then I spent the rest of my running berating myself and feeling guilty for sending them off in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) However, I've had that. (laughs) Two things. So this is basically Mm. she's been. She she did explain it earlier in the email, though I didn't read this bit out. That she's been list. She's been catching up because she's a new listener, so she's been listening back. Um, But it's harking back to our running annoyances, dogs off leads, and 
pedestrians or tourists or whatever stopping in yes. our directions. I personally think I love that the conclusion to that story is that she told them the wrong directions. Oh, but I, 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 I really feel for her because that's happened to me. I've done that before where I've been so cross that someone has stopped me when I've been mid-run to mm. ask for directions. And I've gone, oh, it's go left. And then for the next three miles, we're like, oh no, they should have gone right. So I really feel for her. Don't but feel I, I... bad because, <laughs> well, I don't know. This isn't my usual style, but I personally think send them <laughs> away. Send them up the hill. Send them, in, send them on a wild goose chase because if it's raining and somebody stops you as a runner and they are in a nice dry car, then you have you heard of fucking Google Maps? What is wrong with people that they would stop somebody running in the rain? Come on, have a bit of initiative. <laughs> Work things out for yourself. No, they're not getting an orienteering badge anytime soon. <laughs> it's true, though. I would never stop some. I would never stop any pedestrian, let alone a runner. But I, no, but I like, would only stop somebody if I felt that they were already stopped. It was, I don't know, a, a nice day. They were having a coffee or standing around. Or maybe they seemed like they were also tourists to be like, have yeah. you guys been to the Verge? You know where the Verge? Like, yeah. But I wouldn't, I, I, I would never stop somebody who seemed like they were busy doing something. Certainly not running. Certainly not running with headphones in. Certainly not running in the rain. Absolutely. I was asked directions just the other day and I shot them. It was a really, really nice person. And I shot she them shot them. Such... You heard it here first. <laughs> I really need to finish my sentence. FBI. I? <laughs> I shot them such a filthy look that the woman that asked me, I could see that she was quite confused. She was a bit like, oh, I, I was just asking if such and such was up the doodah. And, but I, I gave her such a bad look and I was like, well, yes, yes, it is. It's that way kind of thing. Um, but they, there was just an absolute, like, not, there was not a, a single iota of understanding of why I would have shot them a filthy look. Like, not a clue. No. And I, I just, I do find that very, very strange. I think kind of the, the rest of the world, the walking world, the driving world. The walking dead. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they don't know anything, do they? They're idiots. No. That's it. I do think as well that um, potentially, I mean, this sounds like she's in a gorgeous place and uh such a again tiny violin the tiny violin has come out a lot if dave does have a tiny violin <laughs> feel free to insert it here um but um because we live in bath and it is a tourist hops hotspot because it's completely gorgeous mm. i feel um that i d- i feel a certain sense sometimes of like we're not oh this sounds so mean especially because when we were in New York we were like getting in the way and but sometimes I feel a bit like I don't mind tourists enjoying our gorgeous city and bringing lots of you know economy stuff to it or whatever um (laughs) but I I don't like the idea that as a resident you exist solely to sort of Mm -hmm. make the lives of the tourists easier and stopping you when you're on the way to a train or when you're on the way to work or something, which does happen, I would never be like, fuck off. But I do get a little bit like, you know, have you heard of a tourist information centre? Have you got a guidebook? Haven't you done your research before you've come here? Or a nice policeman. Go and ask a yeah, bobby. Yeah, what is wrong with you know, it? Good old That's what they're there for. Asking a bobby. <laughs> <laughs> because we're not in 1926. 
And unfortunately, the only time that I do see the police in and around Bath is either Mm. making sure that nobody's terrible, sad, but making sure that nobody's driving a articulated vehicle (laughs) into the Christmas markets or something horrid, or making sure that someone who's, you know, not very well on the street is okay. I don't really see them just sort of wandering around going, hi, how are you? How can I help? Yeah. Because they've hope, got quite hope, a lot of other things. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not. There's, yeah. there's loads of other things. They don't. They're not sort of yeah, just yeah, helping us rescue kittens and things like that. There's, that doesn't happen no. very much anymore, does it? Oh, no, oh sad. Yeah. yeah, you know. Oh. Shout out to the old good old fashioned Bobby on the street. <laughs> God, the Christmas markets. Can we quickly discuss because how fast I have snapped back into my grumpy bath behavior yeah. after literally saying to you when we were in New York I'm never yeah. going to treat tourists the same way again when they come to bath I'm such you know because of the fact that there were so many sighs and tuts from New Yorkers at just us being like wow look at that um yeah. I, I made a pact to myself to not treat tourists like that but here I am the Christmas oh. fucking markets oh honestly I haven't even I've been so cross with them because I do know you know, like basically like on the Tuesday that they open that Cardiff comes to Bath and then on the Wednesday yeah, it's, it's all like the Cardiff girlies. And then it's then on yeah. Thursday it's like Swansea and like but Bath is mm-hmm. flooded. Shout out to all of those places <laughs> that we love. And all of those people. But they don't are they amazing. Come in their busloads to Bath. <laughs> To, to buy wooden me ties. The other day. We and... grew up in in to buy bloody wooden ties. It costs yeah. twenty five grand or something like that. I, I might have overegged that. Fifteen, ten, fifteen. Oh, to have a, um, to have a shed. Yeah, those sheds I know. are mm. not cheap. And uh, because my brother, my brother and sister in law did actually look at um, getting one one year and selling mulled wine because they live on uh, Church Street, which is like by basically the Abbey Square. So they were like, can't beat him, join him. Um, but um, yeah, it costs so much. And yet, I feel really bad for the lovely person, lovely sole trader, lovely independent <laughs> vendor who does this. But there is a bloke who sells wooden ties. And every single year, he's got premium real estate in the Christmas markets. He's like right really, really good spot. Of town. Really good spot. Yeah. yeah. So they're the so it, afloat. Who's so it's not them? Just, that's it, isn't it? The, the 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 beef is not with him or his product. It's with the I assume thousands of people that are going home with wooden ties. What are you doing mm. with them? What are you doing with it's them? It's late stage capitalism at its worst. <laughs> <laughs> God. <sighs> anyway, Christmas market, brilliant. Brings a lot of that economy Yeah, we love the Christmas market. I tell <laughs> so. you what, the only thing the Christmas market is good for, um, and I'm going to say, I don't want to sort of, well, first of all, I don't want to damage the uh, economy of Bath. I don't want uh, <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. MP Weir a Hobhouse to come for me for saying this. But um, I I personally believe that the only reason that coming, coming to the Bath Christmas markets, still come, come and witness them, Mm. Do not intend to buy a single present. And I don't mean that mm. in not supporting independent um, sellers. Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah, buy I think stuff. Yeah, but, buy independent, yeah. but buy, mm. buy online, buy like coming to the Christmas markets. And uh, it's an absolute nightmare. You can't get near a stand. The only thing that you will enjoy doing is ha- having a mulled wine and a little mm-hmm. sort of 
shuffle around like a sardine as you get forced through a bottleneck. The, the, I mean, that's, I think the best thing about it is the atmosphere, like walking around yeah. with your mulled wine and maybe getting a few of those, those lovely kind of roasted nut things, caramelised nuts. Get the hot nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't believe I forgot to mention those. That's the second only point to the Christmas market, the hot nuts. Do that, do that and take kids there because they love it. And there's usually a merry-go-round and it's all really, really lovely and, and, and wonderful. But yeah, don't, don't take your Christmas yeah. list with you. Yeah, no. Oh, I tell you one thing they've introduced this year that I don't think maybe they have done it before, but I don't. I certainly haven't seen it in this capacity before. They've done like an apres ski bar that's like it's outdoor, but it's got heaters and everyone's huddled around a lovely little barrel, like old fashioned looking like barrel thing with blankets around them and stuff, and they do like hot chocks, mulled wine, hot apples, stuff like that, and and people. Can ch- that that does seem like that would be quite a nice sort of romantic or Christmassy thing to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, I but think yeah. there's lots of like we we have to have to be very careful not to completely piss off Bath Christmas Market, which everyone should come to, I and know. it's absolutely amazing. And you could probably buy oh, loads of I stuff mean, there. It's yeah, I know. I feel so bad. It is incredible, and I certainly, I definitely don't want to dissuade anybody from buying independent this Christmas because. There are some real gems in the Bath Christmas markets, but I feel a Christmas market can often, it can feel like, oh, I'm really looking forward to getting all of my Christmas shopping done today. And then Mm. you end up going, oh my God, I didn't do anything because I couldn't move for people and it was completely bonkers. So, you know, buy the same (sighs) things from the same vendors, but on Etsy when you get home. (laughs) 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 And on that note... Maybe we should go and have some lunch. What do you reckon? I'm starving and we've got to record another podcast today. Uh, I know. Which, I mean, God, this episode has been so much information and we really should go and I want my corn ham sarni. But um, <laughs> I think we can also say what, mm-hmm. we're, what our extra bonus episode that we're recording is, right? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, because it is happening now. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're wasting a lot of people's time this afternoon. Um, <laughs> but we, instead of our lovely Bake Off specials, uh, which we really enjoyed doing, um, we are going to be doing a series. So this will be an extra episode a week. We're really going to try and keep them this time to 20 minutes, half an hour, because I, we're very conscious looking at the stats that you guys love having an extra episode. But you might not actually really have as much time for it as you think you do. <laughs> um, so we really will try and keep it keep it short. Uh, but the idea is that it is going to be a uh, couch to 5K type. Don't want to get in any uh, um, copyright issues there. It's a, mm-hmm. a, a zero to 5K plan um, for complete beginner runners. Uh, we've got our colleague, Cara, is going to be our total guinea pig uh and we're going to get her running a 5k in 10 weeks we're really really excited about it so this is the time obviously tune in we'll still be having lovely chats and it could be really useful for picking up some training tips um i know car has definitely got some concerns she wants to share with us about times she's tried to run in the past that might be useful for uh for all of you but um also i think that it's now is the time to shout it from the rooftops to any of your pals who don't run who say things like run I that doesn't sound like much fun 
and yeah. things like that. that. That sort of stuff, yeah, yeah. Rhymes yeah. such no. as that. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely brilliant. We kind of, um, we're really looking forward to it. It's so lovely because it's it's been such a long time since we've done any kind of like training or advicey type things. I mean, we train, you know, we train ourselves and stuff like that, but it's going to be lovely to get Cara on so we can talk through starting to run. I can't wait for her to go on this journey because I think she's going to absolutely smash it and it's going to be... I think she will as really well. Yeah, yeah. I think she will as well, but she has got all of the normal apprehensions that we have, you know, that people have getting into running and especially, I will draw mm-hmm. the stereotype of especially women and especially women who have never considered themselves very sporty. So I think it's going to be hopefully really, really relevant and really, really helpful to lots of you out there. Um, and yeah, I also can't wait. We're buzzing. So we're going to go and... We are buzzing. Uh, beat her with a training plan uh, in uh, half an hour after we've eaten loads of lunch yeah <laughs> let's yeah. do that thanks for listening that was so much information sorry <laughs> thank you for listening come and join us on patreon you can get a ton of extra pod squad benefits from just two pounds a month including newsletters live chats And you can join our exclusive Discord community for friendly chat and support with like-minded women runners. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The producer and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. And do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories, as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.